Yes, people, what is going on? It is episode 278 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, how are you doing? The time is uh, 1.38 on a Sunday morning. Saturday, but it's Sunday morning. You know when people just like really precise about that kind of shit? You know it's a Saturday, but it's like, is that, it's technically a Sunday. It's like, okay, but I started my day on Saturday. The, the day it is, is the day I woke up, okay? I woke up on Saturday. If I haven't been to sleep, it's still Saturday until I go to sleep. Then it becomes Sunday. Don't try to complicate things, all right? Don't try to complicate things with your technicalities like the time and date, okay? Your calendar, yeah, don't try to complicate with your fandangled things like that. No. When I go to sleep is when the new day begins. If I don't sleep, then boy, I don't know. It's sunrise. Sunrise is when the new day begins. There you go. Science. But yes, people, how are you doing? Uh, what are we going to talk about on this pod? I have no idea. We're just going to be chatting away. Wait, what happened there? That doesn't look good. That does not look good at all. That's poor. False alarm. It's fine. It's just on, you know, when you see the, uh, what's it called? You know, the, the, you look at your recording thing and it's just, it was just flat, but it's a big chunky flat. I was clearly speaking at the exact level continuously, not even continually, continuously, no breaks, just talking continuously at the same level and it just went flat. And I was like, what is this? Anyway, it's Saturday, and uh, how's my week been? How's your week been, people? What you been up to? My week, I think I've got the uh, the beginnings of an eye infection. I've never had an eye infection in my whole life, uh, but my daughter has one, then my wife got one, uh, and then I was like, you two are nasty, never had an eye infection in my life. I mean, my daughter's nasty, she's a baby, susceptible to these things. And my wife got it from my child. So I guess it's not that disgusting. But I was like, ugh, I've never had an eye infection in my whole life. And then I realised my eyes had been itching all day like I have hay fever. I was like, I haven't left the house. So why is my hay fever so active? I was like, ah, I'm only going to go a bloody eye infection as well. So my wife said, yeah, get some saline. With saline is salty water. Bit of salt, bit of water, mix it up. But what I end up making was some kind of artificial sea water and I squeezed it in my eyes and boy did my eyes burn. I was like, I can't see. I was like, wait, go to Naomi. Are my eyes meant to burn? She's like, definitely not. I was like, okay. So I think you've put too much salt in there. I was like, probably. Probably. And that's what I'm gonna do again when I get in. I'm gonna put some more salt in, fix it. Uh, I get nervous and uh, the, the studio starts making noises like this. When I say studio, you know what I am. Um, yes. So that's what's been going on personally with the eyes. Uh, Gig-wise, what, what have I done this week? This week. Um, uh, Wednesday, I was in Wembley at uh, Box Park at Laugh in the Box. First and foremost, not even first and foremost, fuck Stanmore Car Park. All right. In the sense of, if I wanted to stay there all day, great value, £6. Guys, go park at Stanmore. But let's say I arrive at the car park at 7 o'clock and I leave the car park at 11, four hours. What do I need to pay? I need to pay for 24 hours. The no increments at all. Just you either stay for 24 hours or you don't. £6 or piss off. Flat rate. 
six pound twenty four hours. So I had valid parking to nine to sorry to seven thirty the next day after the gig. I used four hours of that. I was fuming. It's annoying, man. Then, uh, so did that gig. That gig was very fun, though, at Box Park. I mean, the security there were ridiculous. I got stopped at every single um, checkpoint. And the checks were so bad. Checks are terrible. It just touched the bottom of my bag. I went, all right, go in. I was like, what was the point of that? Now, imagine this. We're at the comedy show. Uh, then midway through the show. A man comes in with his son. And when I say son, I'm not talking about an adult son, two adults. No, this son was about nine years old. And he was like, oh, he was like, what the hell is this? And he's like, oh, I'm Dutch, the kid's Dutch, he can't understand English, so please continue with your comedy. And he's like, no, that's not how it works. There's a fully licensed bar here, your kid's not 18, get out. So it's the same security, it's like, well, oh, yeah, you got, you got, uh, you got a box park card. Can I see your bag, please? You got what sort of card? Can I see your bag? Yeah, this guy walks in to an over-18s venue with a fucking kid. So, guys, focus up. So that was Wednesday. <laughs> then uh, Friday, nothing. Um, Saturday, was Vauxhall Comedy Club was where I was today. Uh, did two shows today. Champions League final, Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid. How's it going? Madrid, 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 Hala Madrid, Enadamas, Enadamas, Hala Madrid. See, I've been to Madrid and I've been to the Santiago Bernabeu, and that song is flipping infectious. Like, Eastwood. Right, was it? Now they resist, they attack me, Madrid. They have this like theme song. Whilst I don't do it as well, they've got theme song. Beginning of the game, end of the game. Win, lose, or draw. That song is playing. Uh, but they, Madrid play it after they score a goal. And it's just, it's great. But they won today, 1 0. And uh, congratulations to them. 14, the FA 4. Um, I don't know how to say Europe in Spanish. I don't know how to say cup. But um, yeah. They won Champions League 14 times now. Ridiculous. Congratulations to them. But flipping ridiculous feet. Um, yeah. And um, what's that? My show and after my show. Um, then tomorrow, Matt. Um, well, tomorrow, which when you get this pod to be yesterday. Uh, was that uh, Comedy Brunch? So I guess I'll let you know how that went, if anything significant and crazy happened since then. Well, what else happened this week with comedy was Oh, of course. Of course, not only in June will I be at the In The Go O2 with Jamaica versus Africa. I know some people take a gripe of that show. But listen, I don't mind people taking a gripe of the show in the sense of the theme and the sense of, you know kind of intraracial stereotypes black people cast each other I don't have any objection to people objecting to that what I do have an objection though is that people will click on the promotional material and go what a small island that is a whole continent black people are stupid we're so stupid yeah that makes sense how can one little island face a whole continent it's like shut up it's about numbers of comedians not the size of the island. Hence why England played the rest of the world at Soccer Aid. 
Do you think England thinks it's exceptional to the rest of the world? Yeah, probably. But that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is you have countries face world teams or continental teams all the time. So don't worry about it. Okay? Well, that's happening on Thursday. And then also in June, I'm at the Hackney Empire at Stand Up for Windrush. Go get your tickets for that. 19th. 19th of June. Go get your tickets for that. You ain't got tickets for that. And also in July, I will be at the drum roll, please. Latitude Festival. Yes. Russell Howard headlining and then Frankie Ball and Reginald D. Hunter also headliners. And then the first name of the supporting acts was mine. Darren Griffiths, D. It's in alphabetical order, but the punters don't know that. The punters don't know that. They're thinking, I know those three, seen them, but I ain't seen Darren Griffiths, and he's he's the first one of the supporting act. I need to go see him. He's going to be sick. But will I get, I don't know how many people are going to be in Latitude, but will I get 11,000 followers? Well, of course I won't. That'd be daft. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, yeah, so we at Latitude Festival, which is kind of sick, kind of cool. And then, um, what else going on in the world? Um, more rash shootings in America. That's not fun, but that is what's happening. Jesus, like, when is it going to stop? When are they going to get some gun reform? Apparently, there's a leg- legislative bill that's there. In the, I don't know which house, whether it's Senate's representative. That basically is thorough background checks on people who own guns. Not even ban guns, just, hey, can we just check that people who have the guns are meant to have them? And that hasn't been voted through as a check. This country wants their own citizens to die, clearly. Clearly. If the punishment for actually killing someone's not that bad, and the punishment for not even trying to prevent someone from killing someone is not that high. I mean, the reward's not that high, then why is it I'm going to do it? It's absolutely shocking, man. Shocking! Um, right, is there anything else going on in the world? So, big yawn, big yawn. Oh, I, don't, I don't think there is anything else. Just the Champions League, well, that's all I can think about. Let's go on to Twitter. We're live, we're live Twittering, people. Um... Yeah, what else is going on in the damn world? Don't want to go trending, not trending for me. Trending, uh, let's see. It's going to be flipping just Liverpool, Real Madrid shit, right? Champions League, yep, Canata, yep, Cater, yep. Madrid, Hillsborough, yes, 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 yes. Imagine not liking football today. What a pain in the fucking ass. Eh? What a pain in the ass. But, um, right. I think it's anything else that's gone on um, this week. Big, big standout things. There's always something big and standout happening that becomes a conversation, but I'm I'm missing it right now. I'm absolutely missing it right now. Um, nope. Not coming to me. Right. We can't just go into Dear Deirdre right away, can we? We're like 10 minutes into the pod. All right, actually, before we go into Dear Deirdre, how about uh, we talk about... I actually don't know. Nothing's gone on in the world, has it? All right. Fresh your minds. Let's go. Let's get some dear, dear dream. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, 
you see how smooth the edit is here. That um, I I recorded half this last night. Like I said, this is now Sunday. This the voice you're hearing now is Sunday. How about that? And uh, yeah, I I um, <laughs> that's lost tapes. That's lost tapes. That's that's not reaching your ears ever. Because it wasn't anything flagrant. It was just nonsense. Utter nonsense. Um, just falling asleep on the pod. But fully. Fully asleep. You don't want to hear that shit. It's alright if there's a group of you doing it. One of you falls asleep. Hilarious. Inside joke being shared with the outside. When just one person on the pod, they can't fall asleep. And that's exactly what I did. So, we will get into Dear Deirdre. I'll actually be able to read it. Um, it was absolutely hilarious trying to read it last night, struggling, struggling to read. Um, uh, yeah, so let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see if, um, well, is this one that I read yesterday? Now, this is the problem. I can't read any that I read yesterday because I'll, uh, I, I just won't read it with the same enthusiasm, will I? Um, all right, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh... Oh, flipping hell. Um, come on, let's go. This is the Dear Deirdre love. Dear Deirdre, I caught my married male friend being pleasured by another man. Chiching. Trapped in the closet. Dear Deirdre, I was horrified to catch one of my oldest male friends in a compromising position with another man. I don't know if I should tell the truth to his wife, who is also one of my best friends. God damn. What you got to do, you got to tell him to tell the wife. You don't tell the wife because otherwise you'll just be deemed as the bitch. Le bitch, le chien. Okay, you don't want that. So you make him tell her. Uh, Yeah. You don't want to be involved in that at all. I'm telling you that right now. Um, how's the... That's not good. That means the batteries just be running. There you go. Let's get that done. Oof. A little bit of fresh air. Fuck it. We're recording the pod with the door open. I'm melting. Right. Um, so you're going to hear the sounds of a dual carriageway. But, oh well. You've heard worse. I'm 44. And we've, <laughs> I've known this guy. For over 20 years, since we were all at college together. As soon as we were at college together, I've known his wife for almost as long. Okay, she's so loyal and thoughtful to everyone around her. Um, as I'm an electrician and he's a property developer, I often help him out doing jobs on the flats he owns for mates' rates. Lovely. That's what it's all about, cronyism. Last month, he asked if I could go round uh, to one ground to one to sort out the wiring in the kitchen. He gave me the key, but I wasn't able to make it at the arranged time. Whew, that's risky. That's risky from uh, from him, right? If you're having a bloody gay affair and you're a property developer, like surely you you go, oh, I, not that property because my mate's coming to do the wires. But he's just like, I like the danger. Um, he said, I popped around the next day and sent him a text to let him know I was um, just before. He was too busy getting noshed off, mate. He ain't reading text messages. I let myself in and went into the kitchen. After a few minutes, I could hear noises from the room next door worried there had been a break-in uh, i quietly opened the door to investigate to my horror you homophobe um there was my friend with his trousers around his ankles and another man pleasuring him 
Um, they were so wrapped up in each other, they didn't even notice me. God damn. In shock, I backed out the room and sent another text saying uh, I got sidetracked and wouldn't have time after all. And then I drove straight home. Yep, that's what I would have done. If I, if I was able to control myself, not screaming, when I entered the room going, fuck, then they would have turned around. But um, yeah, if I was quiet like you, I would have backed out and just pretended I didn't see that. Since then, my friend keeps asking when I'm going to sort the wiring. I keep saying I'm too busy. Wait, is the wiring actually done? Because that's hilarious in itself. If the wiring's actually already done. <laughs> but because of your lie, you're going to have to go around and pretend to do the wiring. Even though you can't have, you can't have already done it. Uh, I can't stop thinking about what I saw. It's now stopping me from sleeping. Jesus. It's only a little bit of gear porn meat. <laughs> um, I agree with him. So I'm angry with him. Um, it's such a betrayal of his wife. I don't know who he is. Should I tell his wife what I discovered? Would that be cruel to be kind? If it was my partner having an affair, I think I'd want to know. Should I try to forget what I witnessed and get on with my life? You tell your friend, your male friend, you saw. Because here's the thing. You might tell the wife. And the wife goes, look, I know he's bisexual. And we have an arrangement that as long as I don't find out... It's all good. You know what I mean? She's saying that for gritted teeth because she doesn't want that at all, but he's the one that makes all the money, so she's locked in. It might be that. It may be that. You're blowing up their spot. Maybe she's just his beard. Maybe she is getting absolutely railed every Friday. Maybe it's that. Maybe that's, maybe that's the deal. Um, and again, you're, you're messing up their arrangement, the situation. Maybe it's that. But listen, what you do not do is tell her. You don't go straight to her. You won't win. She's not going to be thankful, right? There's a reason why the uh, saying, don't shoot the messenger, exists. Because messengers were getting fucking shot all the time. You don't need to give that kind of warning if people weren't doing it anyway. No one say, hey, don't eat your face. That's not saying. No one's eating their face. No one needs that wisdom imparted on them. But don't shoot the messenger. I will fucking shoot him. So, yeah, that is my advice to you. Confront your friends. Um, right, let's see. I thought, oh dear. Right, keep it casual. I thought friends with benefits could work, but now falling for him. Jesus. And as he will keep on sleeping with you. <laughs> nah, just say you want a relationship, he'll stop. That's the way to do it. My right, dear Deirdre, when I agreed to be a friend with benefits with a male pal, I never expected to fall for him. It's just, it's not, it, it can't work, right? You could do it the one time and just lock that away, got it out of your system. But once you do it again, oh, that now it's in the system. It's right in, it's in your veins. You need it. Uh, anyway. But now, we, after hooking up with him for sev several times a week for the past few months, I've realised I've fallen in love. I bet you're not even using a condom either. You're just raw dogging each other, exchanging juices and just falling for each other. Nuts. Now, should I tell him? I'm 26, he's 28. We speak almost every day. We almost have, we also have the best sex I've ever had. Our chemistry just works. Eee. The problem is, he said from the start that he didn't want a proper relationship. And he has been dating other people. Golly. Yet I get the impression he feels something for me. He seems jealous if I mention any other guy. That's that's just feeling jealousy. Um, I've been that guy. Seeing a girl and dating others. And then when I've met, heard another guy. I was like, what? Who's that? 
That's my cousin. Mm. But kind of cousin, though. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I get the impression you feel something for me. He seems jealous when I mention other guys or that I've been looking at dating sites. I'm so confused. If I tell him the truth, it could ruin everything. Not really, because all he's going to say is, um, no, I, don't, I still don't want a relationship. Carry, carry on smashing. That's what will happen. Or he might say, yeah, I feel the same. That's what happened. So, yeah, put it all on the line, girl. If, if you want a relationship with him, you got to tell him. If you want to just continue having sex with him, just say to him, look, all right, cool, we'll just continue having sex, no props. Even that nonchalant attitude might make him change his mind. Trust me. Men are weird. Um, right, let's get another one. Uh, oh, my God. Mm, okay. I'm not a pet person, so this can be mad to read. Loss after loss. How do I get over the death of my beloved cat? Get another cat? I told you I'm not an animal person. I, I don't know if that was sensitive or anti-cat. I don't know what that was. Anyway, dear Deirdre, since my cat died a month ago, I've been heartbroken. She's been a part of my life since I was a 10-year-old boy when my parents brought her as a kitten. Uh, I'm now 23. I can't imagine life without her. Get a better imagination, mate, because it's a cat. Cats aren't even like a dog where they're all up in your face and just loving you. It's Cats are just rude. Rude animals. Um, this isn't something I could talk about with my mates. They just wouldn't take it seriously. Yeah. Toxic, isn't it? Uh, they just laugh at me and call me a wuss. I wouldn't call you a wuss, but I would laugh at you. So, man. I'll give you like a few days morning, but if we're in the pub a few months later, you're still just crying, going, oh, Tabby. Uh, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Can we stop inviting this guy to the pub? Absolute mood killer. Um, right. She was always there, ready for a cuddle. No, she weren't. She hated it. She's a cat. And being around her helped me when I was stressed. That's fair enough. Um, but she became old and sick. And when we took her to the vet, he said she had cancer. Stupidly, I didn't know animals got cancer. I mean, it makes sense. They're an organism. They're a mammal, right? Imagine all mammals must get it then. Fuck, you know. The kindest thing was to have her put to sleep. Um, I don't want to get a new cat because that seems wrong. Just like trying to replace her. Jesus. No, that's what happens when things end, mate. It's like if you split up with your girlfriend, would you just not try to get a new one? Or would you go, nah, I don't, I don't feel like I'm replacing my other one. Why not? It's a replaceable thing. So a cat is replaceable. Granted, not that exact cat, but it's like, they died. It's fine. Um, yeah, how can I get over this? Yeah, um, therapy, mate. Get some therapy. I'm not sure if there's grief counselling for pets. Probably is, but probably more aimed at people who have dogs. <laughs> I'm not even a dog person. Or an anti-cat person. But it's just fun. Uh, it's just fun, isn't it? Anyway, anyway. Let's uh, get another dear Deirdre and see what, see what I'll go on. Um, uh, oh, dear. This is a madness. I've never seen... Right, this is reverse closet action, people. Someone um, has literally gone back into the closet, come out the other end, and fucking Narnia. Let's see. Dear Deirdre, I thought I was a lesbian until I did something really silly with a male friend. Oh, no. 
That is mad. Dear Deirdre, I broke up with my boyfriend because I thought I was a lesbian. Oh, it's not as sensational as I thought. I thought you were lesbian, day one lesbian, you know? A dill. No, a doll. A doll. Day one lesbian. Is that an actual LGBT acronym that I just... That I just made up? Can You guys can have that. Um, I'm going to look. I'm, gonna look. I'm so confident that that's... Uh, that's that's the thing. D O L. L. I can't type. D O L. Urban. Dictionary. Oh, dying of laughter. <laughs> no, no one's gonna take my. Well, I, I've made up. Derp out loud, dick on legs. There you go. Good. Damn our lives. Drunk out loud. Dying of laughter. Daily oral language. But no, there's no day one lesbian. All right, anyway. Let's get back to the dilemma. Um, yeah, so I broke up with my boyfriend because I thought I was a lesbian. But now I've realised I'm not. And I feel like I'm having some sort of identity crisis. That's mad. Um, I'm 29 and it all started when I was having issues in the bedroom. Um, I was never in the mood to have sex with my partner who I'd been with for three years. I had no idea why this was happening. But during a night out, I walked into the toilets where I saw two women passionately kissing and it really turned me on. Nice. That made me think that maybe I was gay. So the next day I broke up with Bob. Jesus, give your brain time to, you know what I mean, process the thought. Next day. You was never a lesbian the day before. Not one day you was a lesbian. You went, I've got to end this relationship. You what? No. Um, since I broke my boyfriend, I didn't think it was fair to stay with him while I figured out my sexuality. He's like, let me help you. Um, I decided to go on a dating app and set up a few dates with women. A couple of weeks later, I met this gorgeous girl for a drink. The date was fun. But when we kissed at the end of the night, I felt nothing. Because you're not. You're just turned on by seeing two women kiss. That's all. I'd be turned on by seeing two women kiss. And neither of them would want to have sex with me. So, you know what I mean? Um, I thought the first time I kissed a girl, there would be this light bulb moment. Oh, no. When, I did, when it didn't happen, I was really disappointed. How many times do you do it? Like, How much stuff do you do with women until you realise you're not a lesbian? Just like, maybe it's just the first titty I suck, then I'll, it'll, that's, that's when it'll happen. Well, I'm just going to go down on her, and, uh, you know what I mean? After three or four licks, you're like, this, this ain't, this ain't doing anything for me, you know? Strange. Ah. <laughs> I remember actually, have, um, speak, oh, maybe it's a comedian. Let, who's bi or lesbian. They come up later on in life. And she basically made a joke where she apologised. She was going on stage and apologised to all the guys she's taken the piss out of for not knowing how to go down on the girl. Because she said it's very easy just being sat at the top, having someone go down on you and go, well, this is shit. But when she had to first go down on the girl, she's like, oh, wow, this is interesting. A lot of stuff going on here. <laughs> and I thought, do you know what? That's hilarious. Anyway. 
And I spent the next few days going out and partying lots. I think I was using it as a way to distract myself from the chaos inside my head. There was one night where I couldn't remember much, so I rang my best male friend to ask what had happened. He claimed I got really drunk in the club and started crying. Okay, let's, let's just pause this here. It's now gone down a darker route. You're really drunk. You can't remember what happened. And your male best friend says you're in a club crying. If this guy had sex with you, he's a creep. Rapey. I don't want to throw around the R word, but it's a bit rapey. You know? Well, like this. You should never be kissing a woman if her face is wet. <laughs> From her eyeballs. You know what I mean? If you can taste her tears while you're kissing, then you, something's not... Something's not right. Uh, there's women I've always wanted to have sex with. But if they came to me in that, in that super vulnerable moment like that, if like, hey, this isn't even a turn on. This feels horrendous. So no. I guess it's different if you're both drunk and she's just horny. And you know this is my window. But if it's she's super drunk and she's just really upset, it's like, why is your dick hard, bro? Anyway, I'm hoping it's not him. We'll see. But if it's not him, that means he saw her like this and just left her to get banged by someone else. Anyway, let's, let's, let's read on. There was one night where I couldn't remember much, so I rang my best male friend and asked what happened. He claimed I got really drunk in a club and started crying. Then, as he comforted me, I tried to undo his trousers and masturbate him in the middle of the club. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I've never done anything like that before. How can I fix this? Um, how can I work out if I'm straight, gay, or bisexual? You just gotta just keep just doing that, just getting people's junk out and having a play. And whichever one makes you makes your fanny flutter, that's the one you go for, pet. Okay, that's what you need to do. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't sure, I'm not sure if that's solid advice. But yeah, play the field. Play the field. Um, right, last one, last one, because how long have I been chatting? Yeah, see, I've made up for yesterday's absolute fiasco of, uh, of a recording here. Um, so yeah, all right, one more, one more, one more, one more. Uh, Jesus. Um... Right, I don't know which one. Which one should I go for? I mean... Let's see. Oh, actually, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, okay, all right, let's go with this one. Let's go. Good grief. Since my husband died, I've slept with lots of random men to numb my pain. Again, are these, are these male friends literally helped to carry the coffin of your husband, dumped it in the ground, it's like, yes. Anyway, dear dear, since my husband died, I've been sleeping around and now I feel ashamed. I've had sex with seven different men in three months. I've met them online. Doing this makes me feel good at the time, but afterwards I'm consumed with self-loathing. I can't get away fast enough. I'm 58 and was married for 30 years. Uh, my husband died from cancer two years ago. He was my first love and the only man I'd ever slept with and his death hit me hard. At first, I couldn't imagine being with someone else, but as I came out of my morning, I realised how lonely I was. I thought dating and feeling wanted would be the answer to my problems. Instead, 
having loveless sex has left me depressed and even lonelier than before. How can I move forward and be happy again? It's so easy. You just have loving sex. Go on actual dates and try to get to know a guy. Get into a relationship and feel secure. That's what you do. Simple. And yeah, and listen, ladies, you, you can't bang a guy into a relationship. I'm telling you, impossible. You cannot bang a guy into a relationship. You can only be there when he's ready to be in a relationship. Um, but until then, no. You know what I mean? If, if you think if, uh, if Naomi met me, let's say, I think six months before she met me, we'd be in a relationship? No. It's not rude. It's not like she's obviously an amazing woman. That's why I'm married. But I'm saying no woman's that amazing that if a guy is adamant that he is banging around or not banging anyone or not enter a relationship with anyone. You mean his mind's locked into one mode of operation. Banging around, not banging around, doesn't want a relationship. Whatever one. There's no woman out there that's going to change it. If anything, he might be like, I'll lock that in the book and go there later. But right now, no. Man's on a mission. Might be work he's focused on. Might be his health, whatever. But you can't change a man. You can't bang him into a relationship. The guy needs to be ready. So for me, I was ready for a relationship. I started seeing someone else. And I wanted that to work. When it worked, it didn't work out. And I was still in the mood of, oh, I want a relationship. So... Swiping away, I was like, hey, who's this? Naomi, who's this one? Because I, I was ready for a relationship. That's when I was settling down and I wanted to settle down. There was no, there's no woman that make you do that, man. None. None. So that's what you need to do, lady, is um, date around. Find a guy who wants a relationship. Don't shag him straight away. Um, or really work out if he wants a relationship. Then, you know, don't delay it just to fucking delay it. You know what I mean? Gill it out. Anyway, people, that is the end of the pod. So I've been chatting for long enough. Uh, shout out to everyone gigged this week. Probably said this at the start of the pod because so I recorded yesterday. Um, but yeah, I was at a comedy brunch today as well. That was sick. Still yard, what a venue. What a venue. And then, yeah, then this week I'll be at the Indigo 02, which will be cute. Anyway, people, that is the end of the pod. Peace out.